Welcome to Slight Reliability. Learning SRE one day at a time. I'm Stephen Townsend. Welcome back to Slight Reliability. I'm Stephen Townsend and this is the show where we learn SRE one day at a time together. Today I'm talking once again about service level objectives, SLOs, and as I mentioned in the previous episode, I started to think about maybe there are some prerequisites or things that an organization probably needs to have in place first to have a high chance of success. So that's what I'm going to cover and uh, we'll see where that takes us. The first prerequisite that I've been thinking about is that before we can even start, I think we need to understand the reliability and performance of our services now in production, provided they are in production right now. And this requires having a certain level of observability in place to do that. And if there are gaps in that visibility, then I think they need to be remedied. Uh, and that I think is one of the benefits of going through the SLO process is that you identify those gaps in observability and then you can fill them, which is good. But without that, it's very difficult to even know where to start setting objectives. And then once you set your SLOs, if you don't have the right level of observability, how are you going to track them anyway? Secondly, implementing SLOs is not just a cosmetic alteration. It is a culture change. It is a shift to embedding reliability and business objectives into the day-to-day -day work of every team. And that culture change, any culture change is extraordinarily difficult and teams need sufficient time and mental space to undergo that change. If they are constantly under the pump to deliver features, fight fires, they will not be able to effectively engage with the work. There is literally no point in setting SLOs and not changing the way that you work to make use of them. For example, an operations team who might have been monitoring thousands of technical signals ideally would stop alerting on all of those and start alerting on these SLOs because that's the purpose. It's to really know, hey, my customers can use my services. Great. And it cuts down all of that noise and the, the volume of signals that you need to keep track of. It's one of the purposes of SLOs. And if you're not doing that, and that takes a huge leap of faith, right, to stop looking at all these technical metrics that you may have looked at for the last five years, you can still have that data there and available, but maybe you're not alerting on it in the way you did in the past. Yeah, that's a pretty scary thing to do, and it needs space and time and trust and a lot of other things to make that work. The third prerequisite that I've been thinking about is that reliability and performance, which is part of that, they both need to be valued. Uh, you're here to deliver a certain number of features within a certain set of deadlines, or are you here to, to create a high-quality product? And if features, like delivering features, is prioritized over the quality of what is delivered, then reliability is the last thing at the end, which always gets pushed back uh, in order to make room for more features. And that's it's just not going to work. I've actually been thinking about reliability and I had a great email conversation with someone, someone recently. Where I think in many organizations, it's hard to identify the value of reliability to say reliability is so important but is it how do you quantify that how do you back out that statement 
And I think for a cloud provider, for example, like Microsoft Azure, AWS, Google Cloud Platform, GCP, of course, reliability is paramount at that scale and in that context. But maybe in more traditional organizations, the real selling point is not so much reliability itself, but the cost of unreliable software or the cost of ineffective operations teams. Maybe that's where there's more value to be had. Let's start looking at how many incidents are occurring and how much time we're spending on them and how much time we're spending on toil work, which is taking away our engineers' time away from innovating and simplifying and automating. Maybe that's where the real value is to be had. And that could be a conversation which more people understand and are able to buy into that idea. That's not my own idea, actually. So I just want to shout out to Richard, Richard Benwell from Squared Up who had mentioned that idea to me. And I thought that was a brilliant idea. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense to me. I think, once again, it aligns with what I've been saying for quite a long time. You need to understand the unique context of your organization and what is most important in that context. My fourth prerequisite is that teams need ownership for the level of service that they provide and the autonomy to adjust their objectives. And I think this is absolutely fundamental to the concept of SLOs to embed reliability within teams and give them that ownership. And this requires organizations and different structures within them to put trust into teams to deliver a high level of service. Because I think the moment that external forces come in and impose targets on a team, they take away their ownership, they take away their autonomy, and it becomes a box-ticking exercise. And that's not to say that there's no place for those conversations between a team and external parties. I guess that's what SLAs are for, or just having conversations. But SLOs need to be an internally driven, owned thing. My fifth prerequisite and flowing on from the previous one is that I think that in order for teams to independently operate and own their own SLOs, they need to have a mix of business and technology stakeholders embedded within them, not working in separate isolated teams. I think this enables teams to independently make decisions about service level and many other things. This is not a new idea, everyone knows this, but it is so common to have separate business teams or to have product owners who are also somehow disconnected from the other actual business teams. I guess this is less about SRE and it's more about organizational structure, having the right mix of people and teams to be independent and ultimately having agility and not a capital A agile thing, but actual agility reducing the lead time between an opportunity being identified or a need and then delivering that in production. Because that's what agility is. It's not all these other things that organizations keep doing. My sixth prerequisite, and I've kind of touched on this already, is that yes, adopting SLOs is a culture change. It requires the right environment for it, for it to succeed. And blameless culture and psychological safety are surprisingly two of the most talked about aspects of, of site reliability engineering. And it's, it's been shown that these are major drivers on whether teams are high performing or not. And if we don't have that trust, people don't feel safe to speak up and have honest conversations. 
we're going to fall into counterproductive patterns of behavior, such as, you know, teams having a them and us attitude or the way that we respond to failure. Because I'm telling you right now, if you are going in cold like I've been and trying to adopt SLOs, there will be a lot of failure. And it's how you respond to that failure, which is going to ultimately determine your success or not. So they were the six prerequisites that I initially thought of. Uh, I posted this on LinkedIn and some others had some great suggestions, so I thought I'd mention them. Uh, Nick Jane mentioned two additional ones. Uh, The first one is to make it fun. Gamify the adoption. Get people interested and engaged. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredibly important. You don't want to have this dull SLO adoption process where everyone sits in boring meetings and it's just a, it's a difficult, it's an absolute slog to get to the finish line. That, that's not good for anyone. And SLOs are not a thing you do once and forget about, so you better make it fun because it's going to be happening every single day in a way. And the second thing you mentioned is to educate. So making sure that everyone's on the same page around what SLOs are and SLIs are. Why are they valuable? Uh, how do we adopt them? What's the terminology so that we have that shared understanding? Uh, Sebastian Vietz, if I pronounce that right, also mentioned about education and how important that is. Ken Scott talked about business alignment and making sure that technical and big business stakeholders are working together, which I've kind of touched on already, but absolutely critical. Uh, Piers Chamberlain, he talked about maybe we need to set some consequences. Let's have that discussion and get on top of that right now. If we break our SLOs, so what? What's the what's the consequence? What are we going to do about it? What does that mean? And Charles Fergus talked about having consensus early on between the different stakeholders about what this is and why are we doing it, and maybe having a roadmap so everyone can see in advance where we're going and we have that common vision. And I like that idea too. As long as it doesn't become too waterfally plan out months in advance, As long as we have a shared vision, I'm fully behind that idea. One more that I wanted to mention, and this is from me, is that I think you need leadership really backing SLO adoption. It can't be done bottom up. It doesn't work. I think that it's, you can do the most persuasive speeches and presentations in the world, but if teams don't have space and direction from above to say this is important, then it's very difficult to get anyone to do anything or get them inspired leadership can make space for this to happen and they can set that unified vision my closing comments today would be that i personally don't think it matters whether you use slos or not what matters is the customer outcome in your unique situation how can you make the lives of your customers your teammates your colleagues better through the lens of reliability how can you creatively problem solve to make that happen And if the concept of SLOs helps, use it. That's all from another episode of Slight Reliability. Hope you got something out of it. And big thank you to everyone who contributed to the discussion on LinkedIn. Uh, And if there's anyone I didn't mention, I do apologize. I'll see you next time.